Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is the Best Hang Podcast featuring Max Kerman, Shane Cunningham, and I am Mike Bierman. This is the Best Hang Podcast. We got Max. We got Shane. I am Mike. Uh, right off the top, uh, Shaney is is in an interesting basement bunker situation. He's away with the family. Uh, so so the recording you'll hear of him is from the Zoom. He's not on like a nice, clean mic right now. So, you know, just so you know as you listen in. But we still have Shane. Where are you right now, Shane? Bunker up at the cottage. Hmm. Nice. Yeah, I agreed to go to the cottage under one condition that I don't have to socialize with anyone, that I could have my own space in the bunker. I could have my own. Uh, I'm showing you guys my computer setup. <laughs> oh, wow. So, yeah, I basically I did my own area where everyone else can have fun and do cottage stuff, but I need to focus on the sketch show. I'm historically terrible at going to cottages. Um, most of the time, especially with like, you know, past girlfriends and things like that, like, I'm just the worst. Like really, like you bring me to a nice place and I'm kind of just wandering around on the phone all the time. Like mm-hmm. just like walking down country roads just on yes. the phone. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing calls, just walking up and back and forth trying to get my 20,000 steps in on a country road. I, like they're all having nice meals and you know, like breakfast and I'm eating quest bars <laughs> <laughs> one thing i want to say though is that it is ironic that shane doesn't have a microphone because i want to give a shout out to rebecca luckman uh who is someone we met uh in person at the rally uh she's in pr and she was like hey you know i listen to the pod i can sort you guys out and we're like oh that, w- that would be kind of cool so we all follow each other on instagram and then she sends shane and i both individually 
a bunch of incredible podcast gear, microphones. I'm recording on this microphone right now, a Bayer Dynamic, uh, headphones, lav mics, all sorts of Did stuff. Did you get headphones like this? Yeah. Yeah, these are sweet. I haven't even fully gone through the whole box. So you have the headphones Rebecca sent you. I'm recording on the microphone. Yes. Where the fuck is where the fuck is my <laughs> shit? What is going on? We all know that you guys are I'm carrying this pod on my back because of my celebrity. And you guys getting all the free stuff? What is going on? Rebecca. I don't know. Was there more? Was there more stuff in in the package that was assigned to Max? <laughs> That's the, like, the, there, the, the hurts in your voice. Max, I, I will say that Rebecca did put a note in one of the things. She attached it to one of the microphones. She said, this one is for Max if he says nice things about you two, about Shane and I. So, oh, uh, you, okay. I take it back. I love yeah, you guys. So you she guys, did send a nice I, microphone for you. What about the headphones though? Yeah. Like I want, I want this to be equal. <laughs> Just email them, Max. If you email the company, it was like, oh, I, I didn't get any headphones. They'll send you a whole shipment of. Them. <laughs> Just tweet it. Isn't that how you get uh, airline tickets and stuff? So yeah, do it that way. <laughs> You know, th uh, this does make me think about though, uh, just like especially scrolling through TikTok and stuff like that. It's just like the amount of like influencer product that's out there in the world, and uh, most of the stuff is just like complete and utter trash. Sometimes it's like, oh, this is actually kind of dope. Um, and most, of the, and also, I'm mostly just sort of judging the brand for sending the thing to this two bit influencer. That I'm like, what the why? Like, what the fuck? And, and again, like I don't. And, and then sometimes brands will reach out to us. Because and I'm like jealous that nobody's reaching out to us, and then they suggest something, and then I go, "Fuck you! You think we're gonna do that? You think we're gonna tag you? Fuck you!" And then that's usually yeah, how it goes. Where's the money? Yeah, you think where's we're doing the money? A contra yeah. deal? Where's the money? Yeah, 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 exactly. Like somebody just reached out the other day. It was like uh, I won't even name the company, but they like wanted us to like rep their hats at Oshiega. It's like, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's the money? Where's the money? It's giving it, me a hat, a twelve dollar hat. Yeah, and they want to tell you, fuck you. But um, do you, do you and Alex uh, talk about that a lot in terms of like the the sort of uh, family mommy blogger influencer community? And like, do you get pissed and jealous? They're like, Are they you send, they me? get sent adult diapers all the time. <laughs> the whole industry is based on jealousy of being pissed. Like, what the fuck? Why does she, why does she have that? It's like, how's she getting that? It's like, hello, Bella. That's ours. She stole our sponsor. <laughs> So that it, it's very cutthroat the mommy world too, and too like uh, this just this morning, some like homemade toothpaste company contacted me. They're like, we would love to gift you our toothpaste if you would share it. I was like, okay, where's the money? We're just gonna share it. Your shitty dollar toothpaste? No, we need money. <laughs> This bunker has changed your the way you speak, the way you approach things. <laughs> we need money. <laughs> I make money two words. Yeah, that's how important it is. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. And also any sponsors that are out there listening to the pod, we are open for business. <laughs> Very open. <laughs> Very open. So, so if you want us to hawk your shit, your crap, we'll do, we'll yeah. do it if there's if there's the right number attached to it. But don't ask yeah. us to do it for free, okay? Listen, this is the thing about our sponsors. We give them grade A material, I think, oh, yeah. at least. It's not just like that we typical shit that you see everywhere on TikTok. We're writing you, you yeah, we're writing you multi-million dollar commercials. Whether you choose to make them or not is a different thing. Yes, and although we will hawk anything, and we mean anything, <laughs> we've been pretty lucky in the stuff that we have been hawking. We've actually enjoyed it. Yo, like, yeah. Lobster, great. So good. Yeah. Sapsucker, love it. Oh, terrific. Yeah. And the list can go on. Yeah. 
Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, like Max said, you're getting like professional advertising campaigns in, in your segments, in these spots. These mm-hmm. are good stuff. But this does bring us back to Rebecca Luckman. And I just want to say thanks because oh, yeah. uh, she sent a lot of great stuff. Yeah. Uh, she's been our good luck, man. <laughs> no, I said she did stuff that. like that. Yes. We work in advertising stuff like that. Yeah. We can workshop this better. <laughs> Don't let that be an indication of if you do sponsor us, what you'll get. Yeah. Uh, so Shane, so you're ignoring your family. You're going out for walks. Uh, anything else uh, related to the show that is funny, just in terms of just like you having to manage a lot of people, any difficult personalities. We've had some good conversations, I feel like, on the phone. Well, you know what it's like talking to Myers. So it's not that he's difficult, but you got to word everything perfectly or he'll call you out from that misstep. Oh, is that how it works? Yeah. Yeah. You know, we just had a big postmortem. Of, we did a shoot on Friday, like uh, was day one of our sketch show. And there was just some things to discuss, like, you know, how things can be more efficient and whatnot. But, you know, if you don't word it perfectly... People can take it personally. It's just like, okay, going forward, here's what what we should try to change. He's like, but the reason I did that was because it's like, yeah, 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 I know that. But, you know, going forward, he's like, yes, but, you know, and then it's just those personalities like that. You always have to uh, choose words carefully and there's feelings and emotions and everything, you know. Well, you know, you know what it's like. You're in a band. No, of course. Well, you know, uh, speaking of that, uh, I was so delighted um, because we had a phone call with Tegan and Sarah the other day and Mark, because Tegan and Sarah, who are some of our favorite people, musicians, they just put out a new music video that Mark Myers has directed. We connected Mark with their camp. And then we had a call about a song that Tegan and Sarah and Arkells have together that's coming soon um, about a music video. So Mark leaves the call and we're just continuing to talk to Tegan and Sarah. It's like Manager Ash, me, Tegan and Sarah. And then and and they don't really know Mark other than just him flying out to Vancouver to shoot their video for a couple of days. So like, hey, so what do you think? What, what do you make of Mark? Do you like Mark? And they're like, oh, we love Mark. But sometimes he'd like pull us aside and start going. Now the thing what I'm trying to do is with the shot is that it's really important that it. And it would go on for 15 minutes, and we're like, bro, <laughs> we don't care. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then they're like, yeah, honestly, it was just like a bunch of women on set and Mark. So all we did was make fun of Mark the entire time. <laughs> we're like, we're like, Mark, what is it? What is it like? Like talking to your wife? Are you like, honey, I have to talk to you about something. And then 15 minutes later, she's like, can you shut the fuck up, please? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, this, this podcast turned into a Mark roast. I, I, no. I, I, I shuddered the thought of Mark Myers <laughs> listening to this episode and being like, what the fuck? Why am I catching bullets? No, but no, but we say this because Mark is one of our most like talented, dil- diligent friends. Arkell's lean on Mark for just about everything as is the, as is the show, and we, Marno, Mark's, Mark's the greatest. Yeah, you can't have A without B, as is so often the case. So you have to take, you know, for him to get you that excellent product, you have to, you know, endure in some cases a bit of an over explanation. Yeah, he loves that. But it made me very happy to hear T and Sarah talking about him. Also, uh, I just want to send out a brief shout out to Book Club Maddie. Uh, he mm, texted uh-oh, me saying uh-oh. that uh, I've been teasing him a little too much on the show just to set the record straight. I only tease people that uh, I admire and respect uh, and that I think are, uh, you know, talented and smart. In this case, also very handsome. Uh, he did call me out. Um, I said that I was I couldn't be teasing him because I'm punching up because like you're more handsome and smarter uh, and you got a better body than me. So I'm, and then he's laughing that my uh, that's not the definition of punching up. Uh, is that you can't use that in this particular case. But anyway, the uh, definition of punching up though, like, is it because you're more famous than him? 
potentially that well, you you can't Max Max if Max is going to make fun of 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 book club Maddie essentially Max is punching down Max has a platform not only here but he's in a very famous band but Max is trying to claim that he's punching up at book club <laughs> Maddie because book club Maddie is a very good looking very fit person and, and smart of course way smarter than me but Matt, I think, is saying, listen, that's actually not how it works. Uh, maybe in your mind, you think that's true, but. Okay, yeah. So, and then he. Well, called- we have to be Obama, like to be punching. Yeah. Yes. Max <laughs> just punched That's up the only Obama. person that's above me, is just Obama. But. Um, yes, yeah. His body is better. Yeah. Yeah. Matt, Matt goes, because what I said to Matt was like, yes. I was like, sorry about that. I apologize for teasing. Also, I'll cut out the teasing, but for the record, I am punching up. You're much smarter, fitter, and more handsome than me. And then. He goes, I'm still dying at your definition of punching up. And he's like, Canada's biggest rock star uh, claims to be a press, claims to be the oppressed party in debate due to the other party's <laughs> ability to restrict carbohydrates, score well on standardized tests, moderate resemblance to second lead in big summer movie, Miles Teller, which he does. Yeah, uh, yeah that's good. <laughs> he does look like Miles Teller. He does look like Miles Teller. Anyway, I love, I love you, Book Club Maddie. And I'm sorry about that. Yeah. Alex loves Miles Teller too. Really? I thought you were going to say Alex loves Book Club Maddie. She probably would. I was just thinking of that. I don't know if she's ever been in his oh. presence. Oh, maybe at the one after party, but that's when Nick Nurse had her attention. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, Mikey, how's your week going? What's going on? Oh, it's going great. I feel like you threw that to me because last week you said I didn't talk a lot. Uh, yeah, was, you got to come was- with some stories, man. Shane, maybe uh, compare. He, he described me as depressed poochie. Uh, I feel, you, I, you know, I, 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 by the way, listening back to last episode, you were so funny. You're like, listen, though, if you want me to be honest, well, Mikey got to get out of the house sometimes. Listen, listen, I know, you know, I love my family. You know, I love, you know, I'm grateful for my life, but sometimes old Mikey, sometimes old Mikey hasn't gone out of the house in a couple weeks. So Mikey starts to go. <laughs> wow. You're really committing to this bit. Did you get out of the house, Mike? <laughs> no, I haven't gotten out of the house much. Actually, no, I did. I went and met some of our friends, including uh, Mike D'Angelis, who plays in your band. Mm-hmm. Uh, at this, uh, There's this thing called uh, Because Beer. It's like a festival in Hamilton. Uh, it takes place down by Pier 4. And so I popped down there and met up with uh, with a bunch of our friends, including Sean Dawson, uh, real estate extraordinaire Sean Dawson. Um, but yeah, uh, it, I, it's funny. Cause I was like thinking, I was like, man, maybe I didn't talk enough. Maybe I need to come with a story. I'm mm-hmm. like, but what are my stories? I, you know, I, like a lot of my stories overlap with Shane's like work wise. Cause we're working on this sketch show. So it's like Shane's covered that ground. Anything we could talk about there. Uh, I did bring Winona to a courtside professional basketball game. Mm. We have like a, like a minor league, like a, I, I can't, what's the league? Like CBBL? A C-E-B-L? Team, something like that. It's like Canadian yeah. basketball league, but they've, you might've seen them in the news because there was like a, the Scarborough shooting stars. Jay Cole was on the team and then like a former pro joined them. Anyway, we have a team here in Hamilton called the Honey Badgers. And mm-hmm. so I was like, one of the things I've always wanted to do with Win is I'm like, man, I like, I can't wait to bring her to her first basketball experience, like professional basketball experience in like an arena, all that stuff. And I was like, maybe I'll bring her to the Honey Badgers. That could be a fun thing to do. Then I was like, if I'm going to go to the Honey Badgers, I wonder how much like courtside seats are. Like if I can actually put my feet on the court and give her like this amazing experience, which like people have pointed out, Danica was even like, her first experience is going to be courtside. Like you can't, there's nowhere to go from there. Like bring her to the nosebleeds <laughs> for the first and then work your way up. And I was like, no, no, I'm doing it. So I went on, I got two like mid court courtside seats. We walk on the court and I'll tell you, like, I think the champagne boys need to do this. Like I, I've been fortunate enough to sit courtside at the Raptors, like for an NBA game and sitting courtside, like for the, like the honey badgers game, it's not that different. Like it's obviously different, but you feel 
like Jack Nicholson. It's crazy. Like it's like it's insane how much it or how similar it is when you think it's not the same. The arena's not packed. It's not famous players, but the level of ball is awesome. Like super high level, like competition. The guys are like legit, like guys that are just one, a couple levels below the NBA. I'm like, um, um, the lights, the court, it's like this huge arena. Anyway, it was a really fun thing. And I think it would be hilarious if like we bought like 20 courtside seats, like for like the honey badgers and just mm. had like a night as a group. Yeah. Of, it would be so fucking fun and balling and you feel like a baller. It's like, but for literally a hundred bucks a ticket, it's like so good. Wow. Yeah. It Where was are you dressed like Gucci <laughs> with the sunglasses on like Jack Nicholson vibe. Yeah, no, I was. I didn't wear my sunglasses courtside. I oh, put God. on my eyeglasses, but I did have my backwards hat, which I have on now, my long locks flowing. I'm been growing my hair out for the summer. But uh, but yeah, it was great. And I will say, like Winona's three and a half, and we're courtside, and she's like taking it all in. She's like, What like it is, it's really cool. And the guys are warming up. But once the game started, and like dudes like dudes at that level play hard. So like when the first play comes to like within three feet of us and dudes like pounding the rock and a guy's guarding him, I was like, I, I suddenly became very aware of how small Winona was mm. compared to what was going on three feet away from us. And I was like, Ooh, maybe this wasn't a good idea. Maybe like if someone falls into us, this could be bad. And then I was like, okay, but like how often do you see guys fall into the, the court side of all the ball games we watch? Long story long, I settled in. It was really fun. She had her Honey Badgers jersey on. I loaded her up on candy. She did fall through the <laughs> folding seat twice. And then I, the first time was kind of like funny. And then the M&Ms kind of went on the court and I was trying to gather them, you know, like mm. scared Poochie, like, oh, fuck, I, I don't want these guys to slip on the M&Ms. And, and then, so you know how like the chairs fold in like courtside? Yeah. She yeah. was like perfectly small enough that when she put her butt on the back part of the chair, it like swallowed her up. Like, like, so she <laughs> fell through the chair. Like a Venus flytrap. Yeah. yeah. The M&Ms went everywhere. Uh, and then there was this old couple beside us. They, it was charming the first time. She was scared. Obviously, I was like, oh, it's okay. The second time it happened, I think they were judging me as a parent. Like, it's like one time is fine. The second time, what is going on with you? Pay attention to your kid. Um, what were you going to ask, Max? I felt like you were going to ask something. Well, no, I just want to give you props because I think um, you taking her to the Honey Badgers, it was a very cool experience. Um, and you should probably remember it forever. Hopefully that makes her into like a hardcore basketball fan. I will say though, if you took her... Uh, to those seats in a Raptors game mm. or even actually any seats in a Raptors game, I would be like, really? I mean, okay, you could take her to the upper bowl, but if you had those good <laughs> seats and you took your, what, mm. three-year-old daughter, yeah. I'd be like, fuck that because nothing pisses me off more <laughs> than little kids getting experiences that they won't appreciate. And it's yes. like, because there's no difference to her, whether it's the Honey Badgers or the Raptors, it's all the same shit. So, Never if 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 she goes courtside or has good seats to Raptors game before the age of like eleven or twelve, like I'm not gonna be happy about it. I don't disagree. Well, you, Mike, you told me you were going to take Winnie to a Raptors game and yeah. sit courtside. Yeah, no. and I was like, he said. So has this changed your mind? My, no, no, no. My dream is to do it. No, no, no. I, I agree with Max, but here's the thing about being an irrational parent is this is, listen, I've, I've been going to Raptors games for like, I don't know, like in person 20 years. And I've, I've spent a lot of time in those 300s, no bleeds. And I look down and I always see some rich guy with a fucking eight year old that, you know, hate that has literally led, led the most sort of like opulent life. And this is just another fucking experience they can pile on. So part of me is like, so exactly what Max is saying, but bring someone that would appreciate it. Thing about being a parent though, is it's like that kind of goes out the window. You just want to give your kids 
everything, especially if you didn't really have much growing up. Like, so the ultimate status symbol to show up and have like a three-year-old, just $1,800 seat. It's like, look at me, everybody. Look who's sitting there. She doesn't care. She doesn't know what the fuck is going on. I probably could have got her in for free, but no, I paid for a seat here. I will say also too, Winona did get all the way to the end of the game, which is amazing. She probably Mm -hmm. found the halftime show more interesting and the candy definitely kept her in place. But, uh, I think that I've readjusted my thinking now. This is how I'm going to play it. So we've done the courtside thing at the Honey Badgers. She got essentially what would be the same experience. She doesn't know the difference between Pascal Siakam or the guys on the Honey Badgers. Um, that being said, what I'm going to do is I'm going to like, I'll see if she gets into basketball. She gets older. If she doesn't, she might get into a million other things. But it's like, she's kind of into it. When she's like, like you said, 11 or 12, if at that point I got a little bit of dough still in my life, it's like maybe then for like her birthday, I would like, if I'm lucky enough, I could splurge for like two court sides for some game. Not, not a lot of people want to watch like some like Orlando magic game and then they'll be cheaper and give her that experience. You know, it could be really or, good by the time, you know, yeah, Orlando, they might be. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Really but, yeah. but, uh, so yeah, I'd like to still bring her Shane. Shane, how do you feel about giving Lucy or Betty those experiences? Love it. I like, I just think all eyes would be on me. <laughs> <laughs> you have like really long hair guys like older men not that you're older but you know what i mean like not not, not like really young people can have yeah. long hair and you don't assume they're rich when i see you with your long hair and somebody like you know who's around late 30s 40 i'm like that guy's rich because you kind of have to be and you couple that with a kid sitting courtside mm. and you look courtside then you start thinking i wonder if he's a billionaire i wonder if he's a like a mogul of some sort I love it for probably different reasons than you were saying, but (laughs) I like the idea. Yeah. Having Lucy and you know, she, she have a nice experience and she's in pure basketball mode right now because she just went to a basketball camp. So all these things considered, Mm. I'm all for it. Interesting. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah. Yeah. 
That plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Yeah, I took my um, my two nephews to the baseball, the Blue Jays game last summer. And uh, I think I probably talked about this on the pod, but we had like front row seats and I don't think they appreciated it enough. No. And I and I made my dad go get them like Blue Jays jerseys. So I'm like, it's really important, like you know, that they get Blue Jays jerseys. And then of course they'll grow out of the jerseys like pretty shortly. So yeah, I don't think kids should have anything nice until they're much much older. Actually, uh, yeah, I, I you know I'm the 10 minute uncle. I I can you know put in a, a hard you know 10 to 15 minute shift with uh, with my nephews and nieces. And I had uh, Kai and Ellie over. And I was like, oh, let's go get some pizza. And honestly, just like even walking to the store, it's like a 50 minute walk. It was a fucking nightmare. Like, I just don't know how you guys do it. And they're like functional people. They're like, you know, 12 and six or something. Mm. And like, we're in the pizza place. Kai (laughs) is like trying to touch the crust underneath the glass and finally trying to touch. Oh my God. I'm like, Kai, what the fuck are you doing? I didn't say fuck, but I was like, what are you doing? And I kind of reamed him out. I just became that guy. You spank him? (laughs) Get over here. This is still a thing, right? (laughs) And then, and then he like, you know, showed remorse and looked sad. I was like, okay, sorry, 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 sorry. And then like, no joke, 20 seconds later, we're walking down the street with our box of pizza that we got. And he had his uh, Blue Jays hat on. And he's kind of, thrown in the air and it goes over this really high fence and basically into a neighbor's yard that I couldn't figure out how to get into it. So I'm like, Kai, what the fuck are you doing? I didn't say fuck. (laughs) And then basically I started trying to guilt trip the two of them. I'm like, this is what happens when we're fucking around outside. You're not just walking out. (laughs) You did say fuck there though. Yeah. Yeah, That time, yeah. (laughs) And, um, and then, and then I was like, actually it's kind of embarrassing though, because basically I was like, there's absolutely no way to get into this backyard. Everything is locked. We're, the hat is gone forever, okay? And then Ellie just like pushes the door really gently. She's like, yeah, we can just walk in right here. I'm like, oh. <laughs> and then, and then we walk a movie, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I don't know. Patience. I saw, I know speaking you- of uh, 10 Minute Uncle, didn't I see that your niece started a band and didn't ask you for advice? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the, uh, yeah. Uh, she did. So, and so what's up? Have you heard, have you heard the band yet? Are you interested or do you feel so not? Apparently they're just doing covers and stuff or something, but I, I'll mm-hmm. get in there. Um, yeah, I saw her the other day, yesterday actually, but I was on, I was on a jog, so I didn't stop. She was like in the park. She was trying to wave me over. I was like, not now. And I kept running. No, but, but I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll be in touch. No man uh, uncle that day. Yeah. Yeah. No man uncle. Um, Hey guys. So I was thinking, um, we're working hard on your brother's bachelor party. And there's some yes. details that we can't give away. It's a secret, secret location. Secret location. But we are getting uh, roommates together. I guess to give some context, um, my brother's getting married in the fall uh, to the uh, amazing Laura DeSantis. And we're going on a bachelor trip. And he originally had an idea of where he wanted to go. And that didn't work out. And then he gets so stressed out at planning that he essentially just said uh, to a few guys in the wedding party, he's like, listen, like, I don't want to know anymore. Just tell me where to show up. And surprise me. I don't want to have anything to do with any of the planning. That would be your gift to me is don't involve me at all until the day that we're going. And then I'll just show up. So from there, we were like, well, do we not share with anybody where it is? Like, cause it's like, is Greg Nolan doesn't know, or it'd be good for the, and again, we have 23 guys going on this trip. It's like, 
does everybody but a select few know? And that's where we landed. So a bunch of people in our group that are going on this trip literally just sent a bunch of money and said, I don't want to, they sent their money and their passport. And I said, I'll see you guys at the airport. We'll give you details when you need them. Uh, So that's kind of where it is. But to Max's point, we needed to sort out roommates, right? So we paired guys off, which was a bit of work. I was on the way to Toronto yesterday to do some stuff for the sketch show uh, on the train. And I realized I needed to submit the roommates for this thing we have arranged. And I was literally like, basically, I felt like I was, um, okay, I'm putting this person, because some people already paired off. Smart people sort of sorted Mm. it out early, but then there were still some people that needed to be mixed and matched. And on any kind of bachelor trip, there's always guys that are kind of like, you're kind of of the group, but you're not of the group. And can you fit with this guy? So I'm pairing everybody off on this train and we finally get down to like the final four that I need to pair. So we have this friend, Blanchard. Blanchard's like, he went, you know, Shane, you've known Blanchard for years. He's known my brother for years. I call him Bear, yes. Bear. Yeah. Bear. He has like a tattoo of a bear. So we've known bear forever. Went to high school with him. Just to explain bear for a second. No one ever called this man bear once in his whole life. So I was kind of like the resident tattoo person. So he shows me, he's like, Hey, got a new tattoo. Thought you might like this. It's a bear paw. And I'm like, bear, why bear? And he goes, it's my nickname. No one's ever called you Bear before. And then from that moment forward, we always called him Bear. Pause. I have to change the batteries on the Zoom. Sorry. It's empty. Yeah. Pause. (laughs) I'll change the batteries on the Zoom. I'll be back in two seconds. All right. I am back uh, with fresh batteries for the Zoom. Apologies for the delay. So Blanche, he's 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 of the group. Been friends with my brothers forever, but he's not like he's not around all the time. He hasn't been on a you know a bunch of trips and all that stuff. So I was like, I'm down to Rob Escula, Brody Dawson, Psycho, Psycho Teen, Taylor Strong, and uh, and Blanche. And I'm like, obviously Rob and Blanche. I think I could put them together because like they've known each other forever. It's like Shane, Rob, uh, my brother. They all know each other, man. Uh, so I'm like, but maybe I should call Rob because him and Brody have this like lifelong sort of like love affair. They they own like businesses in downtown Hamilton that they put in the same building. So like Rob's got his bike shop. Brody's got the hot sauce thing. They're, they, you know, on every trip we've been on for the last like five years, they always room together. But I'm like, but also Blanche, you know, he knows. School. So I call Rob from the train. I'm like, hey, I'm like, I'm just putting together sort of roommates and I'm thinking I'm going to put you with Blanche. He goes, oh, no, no, no. He's like, uh, uh, Brody has to be Brody. I'm with Brody. I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, it's okay. I already talked to Blanche. He's like, I told him, I, I told him, I'm sorry. I, I just, it has to be Brody. We have this thing. It's like a thing that we don't deviate from. And it's like, okay, I'm glad I talked to you. So now what's the thing? Just that they have to room together. I guess. I don't know what goes on in these rooms, which is too. I don't know, but uh, I'm happy for them. And then uh, <laughs> Blanche, Blanche and, uh, and and Taylor are now together, Blanche and Psycho. So they are together. Uh, and, you know, Blanche gave a thumbs up when I sent the roommate assignment. So he seems to be happy. And uh, Rob did say that Blanche and, and Taylor have partied together. So I'm like, okay, good. That That's very good. Um, I do not think a thumbs up means he's happy. That's the most passive. <laughs> Anytime I see a thumbs up, it's a passive aggressive thing. I feel like he could have just not responded though, but, or maybe just being positive yeah, yeah. energy, you know? Yeah. It's better than no response. I'll give you that. But yeah. And then, so, so Shane, you, as you mentioned, you're with, uh, uh you guys have been friends forever. Um, he was very clear that he was with you too. I kept getting texts. I'm with Cunningham. I'm with Cunningham. And I'm like, yes, you're with Cunningham. Maxie, you're with the professor, Matt Savelli. That's right. And then uh, I got a phone call um, or a text message from the nut to a group with Savelli and I saying, I can come on the trip now. My other plans got canceled. Can I join your room? 
So it'll be the three of us. Uh, yes. You know, which I prefer, to be honest. You know, I was just in Montreal for the F1. I ended up sleeping on the floor. It was actually funny because Montreal was so sold out. And I don't know if I mentioned this, that the, the only room that was available for the at least the first night was um, a room for, for our friend Brent, the nut and I, but it was one bedroom. It was, and it was, it was a one bed. So it was hardly, it wasn't like a king. It was like a queen. So it was like a queen and then just floor space. So I slept on the floor, uh, but I loved it. I loved every minute of it, to be honest. Um, well, that was, yeah. So Birch called, the nut called me and he's like, I, I can do this thing. What's the plan? I sort of gave him the, I was like, oh, here's the flight info. I was like, but as far as the room goes, I'm like, everything's paired off, but I can like, I just, he's like, you know what, actually, uh, it's like, who's Max staying with? I'm like, Max and Savelle are staying together. He's like, let me make a call. I'm like, and a part of me was like, it's just hilarious. Cause it's like the three of you are going to be in a room, which means you'll <laughs> save a little bit of money, but hilariously, like if you were to add it up, like you and Birchall probably make the most money out of anybody in the group yet. You're bunking together and it's saving like $30 million net worth. In that <laughs> you, you know, Mike D and I make the same amount of money, you know, so it's like, you know, Mike, Mike D's in that category too. He's not part of the pod that, you know, <laughs> that sweetens the deal. You win. <laughs> oh, who's Mike staying with, by the way? Uh, any guesses who Mike D is rooming Julian? with? Which it, he's got that Arkell's money. He's by himself. <laughs> <laughs> it was no, it was pre-planned because I was going to move this John? person with somebody else. Nope. Jay Kelly. Wait, Pete. Nope. nope. Oh, it's going to be so weird then. Uh, Felix. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. 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 I was right. Yeah. Those guys so, like to you know be bad boys and smoke cigarettes sometimes. You know so. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yes, but I was even saying to, to Danica, I was like, you think Burchell, you know, Burchell likes nicer things. He, you'd think he'd want his own room. I'm like, no, man. I'm like, these guys are like, they want to go back to like dorm living and like, like oh, communal so housing. Yeah. It's like a fun nostalgia for rich people to like, <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't want to live like that all the time, but just no. like a little vacation to see how like, you know, 20 years ago they lived. My favorite thing about the Ellicottville trip was just kind of like rolling in the backyard and literally of like the 20 guys, like 16 are smoking cigarettes. Like everybody's shit ever <laughs> well, I you caught, like a, a picture like smoky looking cool because like they don't know you can't inhale when you're just in a cool picture like you just look like james dean at least in my mind i do right so guys uh speaking of uh doing stuff with your, with your pals um i did a, a fun thing the other day uh we were invited to be the uh what are the grand marshal at the indy car race in toronto which is like mm. the thing that the person that says like it used to be gentlemen start your engines so now it's drivers start your engines because it's not just gentlemen uh driving anymore and uh, mike d was very excited you know mike d had a chance to go to f1 he's a huge racing fan and then last week we were at IndyCar. um it's funny though uh, and by the way huge honor to be asked you know it's uh anytime we get invited to these kinds of things very just cool. start shitting on it, Max. Just <laughs> <laughs> however, however, it, it's so hot. And and I grew up in Toronto. Like that <laughs> that weekend with IndyCar, I'm always like, enough. It's too loud. It's too loud. Same thing with the uh the planes, you know, uh during the C and E, like the the military planes that go, it's just like a lot. You don't like engine noise, so this isn't the perfect fit for you on paper. No, I hate that. Like if I'm on King Street, someone's revving their engine. I hate it. Uh, it's also, it was a really hot weekend. Uh, so I'm trying to um, uh, kind of expand, uh, you know, just trying to learn about new things I normally wouldn't be interested in. 
Uh, and also, uh, Rage Against the Machine uh, is on tour right now. And they just played in Hamilton last night. And yeah. they're in Toronto on Thursday and Saturday. And there might be an extra ticket that I might be going. But I don't really care about Rage the Machine, Rage Against oh, the Machine. They're like the uh, loud car noise of bands. <laughs> yeah. Everything's like, ah, fuck you. I want to do this. Ah! <laughs> you don't like that. Like that and Slipknot are probably the last places you want to be. <laughs> but, but the thing, the difference between Slipknot and Rage Against the Machine is that like, like smart people like in progressive people like, wow. <laughs> like Rage wow. Against the Machine. Right? They do. Just right? shitting well, on Slipknot fans. That might fans. be offensive. I don't know. But it <laughs> might though. be offense to Slipknot fans. Maybe. Oh, I don't, I'm not saying that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess the way I phrased that did seem kind of offensive. But, Differences. Um, <laughs> so what do you guys think of Rage Against the Machine? I like that song. Like, uh, F you, don't do it. You tell me or whatever. That's a, that's a good song. <laughs> Can you say that again? F you, I think it's F you, I won't do what you tell me. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's very like anti establishment and it's a hit. And it's, you know, once you hear that song, you have to jump up and down. Yeah. If you, Max, true. if you go to that show, I guarantee I will see a Insta story or a TikTok of you going, fuck you, I won't do what you told me. Because they, totally. they, they, they repeat it and they repeat it. And then it's like the song kicks in. It's honestly really powerful. It's awesome. Challenge accepted. Uh, Mike, do you like Rage? I, I, the way that Shane, like, yeah, like it's, 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 um, it works. I get why people like it. But if you ask me to name more than like three songs, I couldn't, you know. Mm -hmm. Can you I name any other name. songs besides the like Killing in the Name of? That's one of them, right? That's, that's the song. That's the song. That's the same yeah. song. <laughs> and then there's, there's so we like, know two songs. Can we yeah. name another? <laughs> there's a Bulls on Parade. <laughs> I think that's the same song, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I get why people like people people want to go and just let loose and be angry mm. and ultimately rage against the machine, which I guess yes. this it's the perfect name for that yeah. song and the band, <laughs> I'm assuming. Yeah. I did see some scuttlebutt though on the internets about the, the ticket pricing and like, you know, for a band that is like uh, a band of the people. Feels like the machine maybe has uh, has uh, it needs to be fed, and those ticket prices have gone up since the mid '90s. You know, I wonder though, uh, related to that, because I saw some graphics from their like Ottawa Blues Fest show where it's like uh, they had this kind of information about the amount of like Indigenous people that have been like missing and killed in Canada. I think that's been a big part of their um, their mo is exposing like the government for all the times the government has done a terrible job. So high ticket prices is the only way. <laughs> you don't understand. <laughs> we need this money because uh, it is trail up. <laughs> no, but uh, it's so, so that mistrust in the government. But then more recently, though, like I wonder, you know, what they think of like vaccines and stuff, right? Because it's like, mm. I wonder if their audience also mistrust like where does the mistrust stopped you know i was just thinking about like just seeing a lot of the audience roll into cops coliseum yesterday because i was in hamilton yesterday i was like hey, i wonder like where the politics like in because i know what the politics of like the fans would have been back in the day for that band but i wonder what they are now you know what i mean like do i wonder like all the people going to the hamilton show like do you think they're all voting fucking super lefty party or do you think they're like fuck liberals fuck the ndp like I like my conservative or something like 
get gov- government, you know, keep your hands off my shit. And I like the smaller like libertarians. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just kind of curious. I wonder what, where, where there are demos at. It's probably weird. Cause they have probably people who are so passionate about getting vaccines and then so passionate about not at the same uh, show. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys have anything like this? Like, so for me, it's like Rage Against the Machine and car racing, which I'm trying to be more open to. And especially, you know, if you're going to take me to F1 and there's like cool parties and I'm hanging up in the paddock area with like Lou Dort and other celebrities, like, I love it. I think F1 is very cool. The Lou Dort? Yeah, Lou Dort was there. (laughs) No, I don't know who that is. He's joking. Speaking of heavy music, one of the funniest things that people did is it's like, uh, uh, you know, like Lou Dort. When he first started becoming popular in the NBA, everybody started doing that uh, that song that is uh, cut my life into pieces. This is Lou Gensdort. Like they were doing Lou Gensdort instead of this is my last resort. Resort, yeah. Yeah, my last resort. <laughs> That's funny. This is Lou Gensdort. Anyway, it was a big NBA uh, Twitter thing that made me laugh. So whenever someone talks about Lou Dort, I think about that cut my life into pieces song. So wait, is Lou Dort an NBA player? Or yeah, he's he from Montreal. He's from Montreal and he's on the uh, Thunder. He's he's teammates with Shea and he's really good. He just signed a five-year, $87 million deal. He's really good. Yeah. He's a very player. defensive player, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's built like a tank. Yeah. Gotcha. But um, so, you know, I'm trying to learn a little bit about Rage Against the Machine. I'm trying to learn about a little bit auto racing, things that I typically like scenes that like I wasn't into, but maybe I figure I should get into a little bit. Do you have anything like that in your life, uh, Shane, where you're like, oh, I wish I was like a little bit more in the know here or you know, anything like that? Or are you like are you or you or even growing up, you know, you're like you just never fit in, but you wanted to fit in, you know? Yeah. Um yeah, like I don't know. I guess hockey politics, things mm. I don't know. Anytime there's a conversation and I don't know anything about it, I'm like I wish I could even punch in with two facts here at this dinner conversation. Yeah, hockey would be a handy thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, or like when people are ice skating, like I don't have to be a great ice skater, but I wish I could just put on a skate, know how to tie it up and just go out there and be bad. I, I'm not even good enough to be a bad ice skater. I wish I could no, Same thing with me and in, in skating. Like I can skate forward. I cannot stop and I cannot go backwards. But like sometimes when I see people that are just like really elegant and can just like stop on a dime on the, on the rink, I'm like, Oh, that's so cool. I wish I could do that. Yes. Yeah. I do feel left out quite a bit. What about you, Mike? Uh, when I was younger, like my buddies were really into like cars. They got into like cars. Like they would know every make mm. of a car. They'd be like, I, this is the car I want to own when I'm making some money. And also like, I don't know if it was just like when I was growing up, like, but I felt like there was a, a moment there where everyone was kind of into jewelry. Like they're like, oh, this is my chain. I'm, I'm looking at this chain. And I never had any interest that I could never talk about it. I was like, I don't, all jewelry looks the same to me and it feels like a waste of money. I'm like, and I have no, I don't care. Does a car move forward and backwards? That's all. Wishing you could talk about jewelry is very funny. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I just wanted to have something in common with my high school buds who were kind of like, yeah, maybe more into like a like a hip hop lifestyle that I wasn't like really interested in whatsoever. So okay, um, you, normally the band is, uh, I mean, the band's been incredibly busy. Uh, you know, in the last number of months, J- July, we've actually had a chance to take a, a breath, and and it's been really nice in a lot of ways. Um, but I'm a busy body. There's always like, okay, if I don't, if we're not on tour, or there's not a concert happening, or or the Raptors aren't playing, or the Leafs aren't like. You know what am I doing? So there's been a couple nights where I'm like, what am I? What am I doing with myself? So last night I uh, I had a friend um, uh, invite me to this run club, um, and 
and it's this club that like uh, runs around downtown Toronto. And I think it started off as like a you know a small group, maybe fifty people, but then it's kind of bal- or not I feel like twenty five people, but it's ballooned into this like two hundred people thing running around the streets in downtown Toronto, and then they'll they'll take over a park and like do some jumping jacks or something like that. And, uh, and, and it's a social media thing too. And there's cameras and they're filming the whole thing, which I kind of didn't like. And every time there is, um, every time they want to take a group photo, I just sort of like left the group. Cause I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going to be in this photo. This is, this is, a, this is a bit much. Like, um, unless I'm in the front and everyone else is out of focus. Holding I'm me. Gonna- <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, you know, and then just also seeing like my friend, Chris, uh, he's part of like, uh, the the soul cycle community or the ride or whatever one of those like you know those gyms that do the cycling thing and uh it was an interesting little slice of life um have you ever done any like group exercises together do you guys I, I can... <laughs> very specific man <laughs> no it is specific because it is it is a thing that i guess maybe slightly out of your demographic but for people that are like in the city and have a little bit extra time on their hands don't have a family uh you know it's, it's just something to do uh, so the ask is do like we when you were single group no, exercise no, 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 no. The ask is, when you were single did you, did you go to any events like that that you were like oh i'm gonna uh just go meet some people at a, like a weird exercise mixer <laughs> that's not what i was trying to do i just kind of went along because i had nothing to do and i was like want to get some exercise but did you ever do uh, that? No, I've seen, I've seen, I know you're talking about, like I used to see like Toronto has like these like run clubs. I'd know people that were like, oh, we all meet up at whatever in the morning we run or like people do those cooking classes and shit so they can mm. find like community or like, but I've always felt like I have, like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I just don't, uh, like even when I was single, you, I like, you just meet people partying with your friends, you know? I, I joined an <laughs> ultimate Frisbee league once and that was supposed to be kind of social. <laughs> And then, you know, I thought it'd be fun. And I thought you're, it's like you play basketball, you know, you're like stuffing the women and you're like, you're trying as hard as you can. So I'm playing my hardest. It's, it's, uh, what's it called when you use men and women? It's mixed. Inter, inter, co-ed. Uh, yeah, co-ed. Co-ed. Old, co-ed, whatever. But, you know, I want that Frisbee when it's in the air and I can't help my competitive juices. And I like shoved a woman accidentally <laughs> and she kind of went face first into the dirt and then everyone gathered around her. And I thought, like, I'm like, sorry, I'm so sorry. And it was like, you! And everyone was like, what are you doing, bro? And a group gathered around me to, like, intimidate me. It was like, I swear I'm just competitive. I'm not trying to hurt people. And it was an accident. So that kind of soured me on stuff like that. Because it is hard. You get in these things, like this run group, and it it's supposed to be social and fun. And you're supposed to go at this unagreed upon, but like known half speed or something. It'll be social. <laughs> but it's hard for me to get into that mode. And it's, it's, I can't get into half speed mode. All or nothing. All yeah. Or nothing. It's, I'm like Max, like how Max was playing in that game, which yeah. I am with uh, uh, Jesse Lamparski up here right now. Oh, really? She texted me the other day. Yeah. But we were talking about the basketball clip. Mm. And she's like, is Max like in on the joke there? I'm like, no, like, I think he was actually playing hard. And he like, he's proud of how we played. She's like, but he used the Bow Wow song, the basketball song. So it makes me feel like he's like joking about it. Like, no, he's serious. So we had a bit of a debate. (laughs) Can you settle it now, Max? Are you in on the joke? If there even is a joke of that basketball game in the edit? I think I'm, no, I'm absolutely in on the joke. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm in on the joke. I, I, I wasn't like an insane person flying around, like elbowing girls or like pushing people to the floor like you did. Yeah. Right. Okay. 
<laughs> All right. All right, let's wrap it up. Well, right, you are Jen. Okay. Wow. Wow. Shane's doing a bit. <laughs> Definitely a guy in on the joke who's not upset right now. <laughs> joke? Wait, there was a joke? Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I'm in on it. Okay, let's wrap it up. Bye. <laughs> All yeah, right. Some funny ones. All right. <laughs> Settling debates. Thanks, Shane, for calling in from the bunker. Uh, everybody getting back to work. We'll see everybody. Thank you to uh, Nathan Nash. Thank you to Manager Ash. Thank you to everybody. Nathan, what do we say about Nathan? He's producing, he edits, he does all this. And we thank him yeah. for doing that on the podcast. Yes. Thank you, Nathan. Thank you, yeah. Nathan. Um, that's it. That's all, guys. This was a great hang. Maybe even the best. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.